I am not a fan of uh, Elon Musk, uh, but <laughs> you'll find out. We'll, we'll we'll debate. I mean, he's done a lot. <laughs> he's done a lot. But I am not a fan. Are we starting? Uh, yeah, I guess we can start. You, Nathan, you or Justin, you know, you know, Nathan, Nathan want to go? Nathan, all right. Heck yeah. <clears throat> Three, <laughs> two, one. This is the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. I'm here. I'm Nathan. I'm joined by my friends Ace, Justin, and Xavier. We have a great show for you today. Bunch of crazy topics. Uh, living in a crazy world. I don't even know where to start. Um, but I think we could start with, let's get the worst stuff out first. Whoa. All right. I wouldn't say worst. Uh, yeah, I also would not say worst if you're... I think you're going where I think you're going. Oh, uh, the most cringeworthy stuff out first. Hey, you're you're leading it right now, right? It's up to you. Hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, okay, okay, okay. Well, there's this movie that uh, Justin. All right, then I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> backed us into a corner, put his hand around our necks, and said, "Watch this, watch this movie, the podcast." And the movie is called <laughs> Loquisha. Uh, you can yeah. watch it free on. A little app called Tubi, which is like it's like Netflix, but with no anything. You just download it and you can watch stuff. No yeah, account, no nothing. It's uh it's like Netflix except it's all like B movies. Um all the movies on there are are I I would say bad. Um the movie that we saw though, you know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and write out now and say it. I did not think that it was that bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was also surprised because I was <laughs> loathing watching this thing. I was thinking this is going to be another New Girl or Sex Tuplets, but um, I think it's better than both of those movies. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing. Uh, since since Nathan did say that I allegedly backed these people into a corner, um, <laughs> uh, a while ago, I'd say uh, I feel like maybe late or early 2019, I saw um, probably the most ridiculous trailer ever. Because uh, we were putting about it on, I think, the Shade Room on Instagram, if anybody knows what that is. Uh, but it is essentially this white guy um, who gives good advice. I know everybody thinks he gives good advice. So they're like, yeah, you know, you should get a talk show on the radio. Uh, he sets up uh, a talk show environment, submits to the radio station, and then lo and behold, they don't pick him. Um, he comes to the conclusion, though, while watching a, a Jerry Springer-like show uh, with <laughs> black people on it, that, you know, um, maybe if he did it in... A black voice people would listen so mm -hmm. uh, against all better judgment he does do that uh submits to the radio station and you know now he has a radio show and that's the that's how we get loquisha that is his <laughs> his alternate personality um <laughs> yeah i it, who did i send this to uh i think nika shout out to nika i sent it to her and she, uh, you know we laughed at it because it's it is very funny um 
And then I, I sent it to, you know, the other hosts on the show. Uh, and I was met with, you know, resistance. Nobody wants to watch this movie. Had to beg no. them to watch it. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> after, you know, after watching it, uh, it really, to me, was not that bad. Uh, I will agree with Xavier. This movie is better than Sex Top Wits. Um, better than Tall Girl. Uh, wow. I'll say it ties with Tall Girl. I don't know. All right, guys, settle down. No way. <laughs> I think Tall Girl's worse than Six Tuplets. So I don't know what you're getting that from. I don't know. Um, but I got, I got some pretty hot takes. Uh, yeah, what did everybody else think of this movie? Uh, Nathan, Ace? It was, uh, I thought it was all right. Um, I don't ever want to see it again. <laughs> so I'm going to say it, it was a bad movie, mm-hmm. but not the worst movie. Uh, definitely, I never, I, Tall Girl is so bad, I never saw the movie. So, <laughs> I guess it's better than Tall Girl. Mm-hmm. Better than Sex Tuplets. Because it's just so different. Sex Tuplets was, uh, really just another Johnson's Family vacation, but worse. I don't know. This movie, it had some good lines, but overall, it, it was a bad movie. <laughs> You keep saying it's better than Tall Girl, better than Sex Tuplets, but, but like, with what metric? What makes it better? Um, for me, I don't, I don't want to say funnier. I guess funnier. I don't know. The story. Crazy, like, right? Yeah, this is crazy. I like the story more than, well, I don't even know what the story with Tall Girl was. Uh, I, so somehow this B-movie has a more coherent plot yeah, uh, yeah. Than, than Sex Tuplets. Like, there's... Somehow, again, this is a white guy talking in black voice. That has a more coherent plot line than Sex Topless, where it's just shenanigans after shenanigans. There's, he actually has something he's trying to do, which is, again, pretty crazy. He has a reason for doing it. I think the part where it is just people say it's bad is, you know, it is a B-movie. You know, these are uh, people who may have been like their first or second acting opportunity. Uh, never acted before uh, in a film like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the acting. Acting was bad, especially the, his uh, girlfriend, the black girlfriend he gets at the end. Yeah, <laughs> um, she's not a good actress, unfortunately. It was really bad. Like I was like, you, you could do one, do a second take of that. And I said, no, that was the first take. <laughs> yeah, the acting was just bad across the board. It was terrible green screen. That black um show that Justin was talking about, he's watched on TV. That was clearly um on green screen. I yeah. don't know why they couldn't be <laughs> recorded in the white room. There was a part where I don't want to spoil it. No, we, we're going to go through the whole the whole thing, right? Yeah, just go ahead. Okay. Well, at one point when there was some girl on the bridge, um, that was green screen. They couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't afford to film someone just standing on the bridge. So, well, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, I know he's about to say it. I know why they could not film it on a bridge. Uh, because the wind would have been too bad for those mics. All right. I know you're right. <laughs> okay. All right. You're right. You're right. All right. You're right. You're right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess. And safety uh, concerns. I guess. I don't know. I'm no, just saying no. you could have filmed the camera in such an <laughs> angle to make it but, look like uh, that. Again, just going in with, you know, this is a B-movie. Uh, there are moments when I think any scene filmed outside, like you could hear like the wind blowing into the mics. I don't know how um, they, they really set it up. Uh, but, you know, our podcast, you know, we're, we're doing better than they are. And that's a whole feature-length movie. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder about the differences, the money from like a, a blockbuster to a B-movie, because I don't, I don't really understand how they eliminate the wind in these blockbuster movies, but they couldn't do it in this movie. Like in Star yeah. Wars, they'll be standing on like a cliff in <laughs> yeah. Ireland or something filming. Yeah, yeah and it's right. It's completely silent. 
You can hear him whisper. Freaking oh, that may like, uh, dive into that. What if they do voiceovers? I'm sure they do voiceovers in those big movies. Yeah. What made me realize is that I could hear like an excessive amount of cars like deep in the background, <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow, these guys, these guys can't close off a street. That's right. They're just filming right now on a random street. It was just chaos in the background, just random people talking. It was so bad though that I was the whole time I was thinking, man, this would be a great way. I need to. Like, I want to act in one of these movies. <laughs> Honestly, if that was my side gig, if I was just a B-list, like, random black guy actor in all these all these movies, you know, I'd make hundreds of dollars. <laughs> but that's it. You can't do any other type of movie. They won't allow it. I have to look at your track record. <laughs> no, I could move into uh, soap operas. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And, Consistent you know, work. Hug, hug the stepmom every episode. <laughs> here we go here we go hurry what's wrong and what's wrong okay i'm I'm not gonna do that skit um but yeah so i'll just give my honest review of this movie i thought it was trash um i don't know what i was thinking doing that uh, in person no 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 finish it out they you, you had it are you serious you now, now i'm curious <laughs> what's wrong and i got here as soon as i could No. <laughs> my son, he went to basketball practice and he hasn't been back. I think he's with his girlfriend. I'm on my way. Have you heard anything from Scott? I haven't heard anything from Scott. I just, I, I can't say anything. All right. I'll tell you this. Don't tell anybody, okay? Call the police. Don't tell your mom. Don't tell your grandmother, okay? I'm going to go get Scott. We're gonna get out of here as soon as possible. Hand me my keys. Hand me my keys. This isn't time for affection. You know I love you, man. You know I'd do anything for you. And then I get allergies mid scene. Can <laughs> <laughs> we clap on podcast? We have to snap, or what do you want? What do you want me to do here? <laughs> I really want to stop. <laughs> I just want to review Loquisha. That was good. We'll send that into Tubi.com. Yeah, we'll see what we get from that. I just looked at Loquisha's score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's sitting at a zero percent. Whoa! I don't think it deserves that now. Okay. That's Are there cool. actual reviews or either seven? All seven gave it a zero. <laughs> yeah. Audience score is at 15, though. Okay, that's, that's, that's good. 15, I, I take that. There's one point when he was sitting, eating lunch with his son, and my roommate walked in. He's like, what is this? I was like, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, dude, this is bad. He, he said, you could literally see that he's reading off of a cue card. In this <laughs> like SNL style. So, dude, I, I got to get gotta get my foot in one of these movies speaking of getting my foot in ace have you had any <laughs> naked and afraid okay oh oh I'll wow <laughs> no i have so so i put it on hiatus because of this whole thing going on and i figure uh it would be a big liability if uh they sent me out into the forest during a pandemic butt naked <laughs> even though I would say that actually would be safer than a lot of other situations. But no, uh, 
safer than just staying at your house. Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe not, but I don't know. Forging out in the in uh in the woods, you know, secluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isolated so from the world. What if it's to the point where there's not even a camera crew there to record? It's just you by yourself, and you, and you never get on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do three weeks naked in the jungle, and they say, "Yeah, actually, sorry, we're we're not gonna social. We're not gonna film." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's on it's on hiatus now. Uh I'm gonna pick it back up. Hopefully when things get better, you know. Uh Kathy out there uh doing the director of casting. Uh, you know, I'll I'll be out there shortly. So dude, like what I you said. gotta do since since you're on hiatus, use this time. I'm like all the uh, Instagram motivators. Use this time to maximize <laughs> your potential, okay? You need to be learning three languages. You need to have a six pack. You need to be benching 500 pounds by the end of this. And then, you know what? I, I was thinking you can capitalize on survival skills, right? So when you go out there, first episode, you got to kill a deer with your bare hands, kill it with a rock, right? Just crush its skull. This is a rated R podcast. <laughs> crush its skull and then make a wave cap out of its stomach. Oh. wear a wave cap for the rest of of the season but then take the wave cap off Ooh. only take the wave cap off when you go to the river you know oh that's people, crazy uh, people can only bring like one item right the, the guy who just brings <laughs> a wave cap <laughs> he said, she said I brought a fire starter kit what'd you bring uh, I brought my do-rag what else do you think I bought? Uh, yeah, I brought my brush. <laughs> Go find a bear, throw a rock at it. But you actually like kill the bear with the rock. <laughs> like the most powerful contestant of all time. It'll take like a couple of years, but someone will go on that show and, and bring something really dumb on. It's going to be you. What are you talking about? It's going to be you. I don't know. I don't know if I bought a do rag out there. I don't know if I bought a do rag. I'd pass. I have to pass all the survival tests before I even get on the show. And they say, "All right, well, you you pass. What would you like to bring?" <laughs> I want to bring my uh my sponge, my sponge brush. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my curl <laughs> tight. Why why are Insta Instagram um. What are they? What are they called? Motivators. Why are they telling us with all this extra time now? We're not getting more time from this quarantine. It's still the same uh, amount of time in the day. So hustle culture is a uh, is a poison. All right. Okay. Don't want anyone to tell you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but I see Nathan try to distract us from discussing this good movie. Okay. Oh okay let's, get, let's get back on topic now. All right. Because oh. we even talk about the good <laughs> and the bad. Justin, give me your, give me your new number score of this movie. Uh, people are gonna be upset with me for this. Um, oh, four and a half or five? I, oh, that's crazy, Asian. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving it a four. Dose. Oh my! Four. <laughs> that's crazy, cause Nathan, I am also giving it a four. <laughs> I, I I did give it a two earlier, but after I discussed it with Asian offline a little bit, um, I realized yeah, it did have potential. So I yeah, yeah I'm giving it a four. Right. It a four. They actually went through the process of giving. Like LaQuisha giving solid advice to people, you know, 
Like there was a and there was that. And then like, you know, you look at it and you're like, okay, this movie's just gonna just gonna make fun of black people. But he's he actually like argues, you know, that hey, we need to they're not gonna take my advice. I bet they'll listen to a black woman. They even give a scenario where a racist person calls in, you know, and you know, he shuts down a racist person. Well again, while he's doing it in black voice, but (laughs) (laughs) I think his uh I think throughout the movie his heart was in the right place. He just he did not have a good idea on how to, you know, execute it at all. <laughs> yeah. The uh the the bad parts of the movie were again the the audio could have been better. He did a an impression of Gandhi. Men. Something tells me this is a relationship issue. Why well, am not that guy? Oh, you're all the same. You say what you need to get what you want. You're right. Dalai Lama, St. Francis of Assisi, Gandhi, all terrible, terrible liars. Those aren't men, those are saints. And who even knows about Gandhi? He probably lied to his wife too. Oh, I'm sure it was like, Mahatma, what do you want for dinner? Oh, it's all right, I had something out. What? Mm, You know, curry, madras, lentil, dal, you name it. Mahatma, you've been fasting again, haven't you? No, no, I'm telling you, my belly is full. I couldn't eat another thing. You know what the doctor said about fasting too much? It was just a juice cleanse. I knew it. You lying, morally reprehensible creature with a penis. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly how it was. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. That was like the first two minutes of the movie. I almost didn't make it. Yeah, it was so... It was not... The weird part, it wasn't... A bad impression? No, it was, just it was bad. Like, it bad. I mean, it it wasn't the right atmosphere. Yeah, or the scenario. It, the the build-up made no sense. <laughs> did Did anybody laugh, or did you look at the screen straight faced the whole Gandhi skit? <laughs> well, I, I hope no uh, one laughed. No, was, I that, was that funny for anyone? <laughs> just just the laugh. just the idea that yep. you know that his black voice was actually fooling people. Because he didn't even try and like bring his pitch down or whatever to make it sound like a lady. He would just, he would just make it throatier. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. More, make it more raspy, and that was baffling. You know, the radio guy. It's like, yeah, you know what? I, I believe her. And and even worse, you know, fellow black people. I know it's part of the script, but you know, he fooled them. Um, but yeah, that part. Anytime he would do the black voice, I, I hate to hate to say, it, I kind of laugh a little bit. But I, <laughs> someone. Uh, Brought this to my attention on another podcast. Uh, shout out to, I <laughs> don't laugh the name, uh, Manian Death Cult. Uh, they also reviewed yeah. this movie. <laughs> um, All right. But they they brought up, I think, a really good point. Um, take this guy's movie, just take this script, and then you know rewind the time back ten years ago. Uh, give the white guy role to let's say like Adam Sandler. Um, put Queen Latifah in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence has you know the the audio guy. And this would have been a movie that Hollywood would have would have produced. Yeah, um, sounds great. Unfortunately, yeah. and I uh, wish that. yeah, the market for this movie, I I'm pretty sure would have been for you know black people. Um, when you think about it, uh, yeah. this would have been I think another uh, like white chick scenario. Uh, black people would have came out in droves to see that movie. I think, which is yeah. why I was surprised it wasn't in the african american movie section <laughs> I, I scrolled through the whole thing i didn't see it there at all i had to type it in manually yeah when you look at it most of like the main cast is actually black mm-hmm. crazy right yeah. real crazy they gave the, so, the sign off again uh i don't think uh the director is um inherently racist uh, director and lead 
director, exactly. lead, and writer, <laughs> which is inherently racist. Um, he has, I think, some appreciation, just a little misguided. There was a little bit of racism in there. Don't be lie to you. Oh right, yeah, no, there was. There, there's definitely some in there, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, what do you all think about that? I could definitely see it as being a black movie. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't notice any racism. I didn't notice any racism at all. Does that mean I'm racist? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Before we talk about any more bad stuff, though, I want to tell you my favorite part of the movie, um, which kept me kept me in there. At some point in the movie, Laquisha had become her own entity inside this man. And <laughs> yes. she tried to take over his body like the symbiote. Stop it. I ain't going to stop nothing. You're out of control. You can't control me, white boy. Oh, we'll see. We'll see about that. I cut you in the night. What? I'm just playing, but I ain't going nowhere. I need help. And he <laughs> had to reel it back in before he can take control, like Spider-Man did. I thought that was good. I wish they did more of that, but I guess they resolved it. So, Yeah, at one point I was like, is this about to turn into a psychological thriller where yeah, he has yeah. to like, <laughs> like split? <laughs> But no, it, it just went back to the crappy movie that it was. I wish, yeah, I wish they would have stayed on that. That would have been good. What a twist, right? It was, it was that and then just uh, the hints that, you know, like when he got stopped by the police officer, like, man, you sound just like Laquisha. Nobody, how, how can you not laugh at that? Obviously, this is the same voice. License and registration, please. I what seems to be a trouble, officer. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? No, sir. Oh, yes, he was. Will you shut up? Excuse me? I apologize, officer. I don't know what I'm saying. Yes, I was at a friend's house. I had one drink. That's it. And they was making out. Who was making out? I'm confused. You know what? I'm going to level with you, officer. I was listening to Loquisha on my ride home, and I just can't get her voice out of my head. I don't know what you mean. The wife is obsessed with her. I am Loquisha, officer. That was a brilliant impression. You sound just like her. I am her. Shut up! Okay, buddy. Are you sure you only had one drink? Because it's not funny anymore. Absolutely, officer. I'm willing to take a breathalyzer if you want. It's just that this Loquisha really gets into you. Tell me about it. It's like the whole city has Loquisha mania. Long live Loquisha! Okay. I'm gonna let you go with a warning. But you go straight home and stop listening to her. She's clearly making you crazy. Thanks, officer. I'll take your advice and um, have a good night. Yeah, you too. Oh, he better listen. <laughs> um, yeah. Then uh, the lady who his girlfriend, who later on in the movie, who always gets her advice from him, couldn't tell that was him. And then, uh, like Xavier said, Lucretia was coming out uh, while they were at her apartment, <laughs> and at no point at time, at no point in time, did she stop and be like. <laughs> Are you Laquisha? Even though it's so obvious. <laughs> Guys, this movie sucked, okay? You can't dress it up. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, well, you can put all your... More bad stuff then. Fine, Nathan. You can put all the parsley you want on the ramen noodles. It's still... Well, ramen noodles kind of... They, they're, exactly. It's, it's ramen noodles. It's edible, all right? It's edible. Yeah. And that's what this movie was. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You guys have given better movies... Worst <laughs> uh, no, I have, I have no, 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 I have no. Of this podcast, you guys 
really <laughs> pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> Give me one example. The one movie. The one movie I thought, you know, I'd come in and we'd all just have bad scores. And I would be, you know, maybe no, no. I would be the nice one. The movie's you guys still like bad, this dude. one? No, no, no. It's, it's still bad. Don't get twisted, guys. This movie's still bad. Four and a half to five isn't great. Yeah, this just the bar. The bar was like in the front of a theater. I don't know. It, there, there were no doors. There were only curtains. I don't know what that what that set was and why they couldn't actually go anywhere else. There's so much. Oh, the drunk acting. guy. Yeah. The drunk guy. Y'all remember the drunk guy? <laughs> yeah, after uh, he, they watched it on TV. Comically drunk guy. Yeah, it was so bad. Oh, so she's a rich bitch, huh? Sounds like she's not black. She's green and gold, my favorite colors. If you got an opportunity with this chocolate heiress, you take it. Screw what society says. Marrying for love is overrated. I mean, I did, and look what happened to me. You've been happily married for 25 years. Yeah, but she's not a rich black girl. I think you've had enough. Of love? Bring out the money, baby. Your voice doesn't crack every word when you're drunk. <laughs> That's not what happens. Yeah, it's like they've never right. seen a drunk person before. And then they go and film. They say, hey, act out a drunk person. He's like, well, I, I'm, actually, uh, I'm actually a priest and I've never drank alcohol. And they're like, well, do your best job. That's <laughs> 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 so we got. How's the actor they got? Jeez, let's move. Let's move on. Right, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> please. Okay. I think our audience. I think you should watch the movie though. It's free. You got time to kill. Go ahead and watch it. Yeah, go and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't listen to them. Here, so there's a <laughs> here's a a video that came out this week that's a lot better than Loquisha is the UFO footage <laughs> that was released by the DOD. Um, so naval pilots, if you haven't heard, <clears throat> a few years back, naval pilots caught on film these strange moving objects. Uh, they said they were moving against the wind at an incredible speeds. The wind was at 150 miles an hour, apparently. And you can see the it's like a little disc orb-looking thing. It rotates, and it just moves off the camera. Um, ooh. And so, yeah, this is, I, I you know, I, I personally believe in aliens. I don't know. Do y'all, do y'all believe in aliens? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's a big universe. Do I believe that they have the technology to come all the way over here? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, Cause there are, no, there are quite a few theories. Um, I mean, I guess theories, you know, if someone or aliens could, you know, get over here, which, you know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Um, why are they, I mean, maybe just observing? Like, would we even have the technology to sense that they were observing us? Yeah, I would say, yeah, you're right. If they had technology come over here, why are we not enslaved right now? Okay. Yeah, like, uh, the coin flip or the dice roll, I think, is more on the side of uh, being conquered or vaporized than uh, cautiously observed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if they're, what if it's just like the relationship between, uh, let's say, a tree and an ant? No, that's bad. Let's say it's like the relationship <laughs> between 
I should have thought out this before I started talking. <laughs> Between a monkey and an ant. No. Oh, gosh. A monkey and a horse. There we go. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a monkey and a fish. There we go. Okay. Relationship between a monkey and a fish. Let's say we're the monkeys, they're the fish, and they're just minding their own business. We don't really eat fish. We don't really live in the fish's habitat, um, but we live next door to them. And so sometimes it can overlap, and sometimes we'll see them on the shore. Sometimes they'll see us in the water, but it's not necessarily a let's enslave them type relationship. It's more of a, whoa, what is that? That's weird. Hmm. I think your tree one was better. Well, say a human and an ant, you know, you walk past a little ant colony. I look at them, those little things working. That's, that is on not a good example for Nathan. On their little thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys remember that movie, The Ant Bully? Starring Nathan Martin. <laughs> Aliens walking past the little ant colony. And I look at them, look at them working hard in the little, the little hill in this giant world. And then, you know, they just keep moving. You don't got to kick it, I guess, unless you're the ant bully. <laughs> uh, Nathan is the only person who I know would go out of his way to step on an anthill uh, at school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this, is this true, Nathan? Is this true? Yeah, yeah. remember at Rockefeller, there was that ant pile? Like, almost every day, I would just kick it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't I don't remember. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then they build it's pretty it back crazy, up right? Kick it again. <laughs> so if you, so alien, bad. if you were the alien, the human race would have been destroyed by now, huh? Or destroyed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard. Um, there's this guy Bob Lazar. He has a documentary on Netflix, and he supposedly worked at Los Alamos National Lab, and then got reeled in to work at um, Area S4, which is next to Area 51. He worked on like some alien tech. Um, this is this is what he says. He's been. This was in the 80s or something. He actually pre. Um, predicted what is it? it's like element 151 which is like an element that the spacecraft he had to analyze they use that to like bend gravity or something it's it's a wacky story it's he was on joe rogan he has a netflix documentary but um yeah like he's he has he when he talks about it it doesn't sound like he's a crazy a crazy guy um he sounds like a normal guy who just got pulled in on an experiment to work on these things. And so like the way he was describing the spacecraft he was working on and trying to analyze, if it moved through a gravity field, ooh, I just smacked my mic. If it moved through a gravity field, that would explain why these little pill, pill bug looking ships could move across the wind and could move, like do these weird maneuvers that we saw them do. But, um, you know, I guess we'll never, we'll never really know, unless they just straight up. Oh, we gonna know one day, in our lifetimes, we gonna see some aliens. All right, <laughs> there's no way, there's no way, they they they're out there. The yeah. the universe is infinite, right? For the most part, infinite galaxies, infinite planets, infinite stars. Come on now. All right. There's definitely life out there. They just, it's just who gets to who first. That's really all it is. And we ain't going to get to them in our lifetime. So they got to come to us. They got to come to us. If our planet, if our planet was bigger and we had more resources, 
like we, let's say like we were you know close to three planets and we could just go to a planet and use all the resources on that planet use a whole planet to build like a big ass spaceship you know what i'm saying we could just hop out of this galaxy that's all we need you know and then, you know use a couple of generations like maybe it take like 500 years to get out there you know and then that's when the that's when it all starts happening but uh you know Ace is a stupid idiot on most of the podcasts, but this <laughs> I'm glad that you said that because everyone's able to see, wow, this guy Ace, he he did graduate from college. He he is pretty smart. That dude, that's a really that's a really hey. cool perspective, Ace. That's a compliment, dude. It's a compliment. <laughs> you know, you talked about the ant and the tree earlier. I was thinking, wow, Nathan's toe fungus and the top of his forehead, how they're so drastically <laughs> different, but they're connected in the same system, you know? Your forehead is bringing in the light, and your fungus is providing the nutrients. <laughs> How do you like that? Ace only believes in aliens because his first kiss was with one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nathan believes in aliens because uh, he is one. Have you seen his hands? At the end of them, they're like, uh, they get like wider on the tips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a real thing, too. That's crazy you say this. Wow, we're really talking about that hand. Wow. Dude, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about that. This he would like hurting me. He would like wrap his hand around like, like, like a pole or something, and you would see it stick to the pole like he had like extra <laughs> things on his hands it was ugh. bro yeah. hey chill dude okay yeah. but Most yeah that of the is podcast i think nathan is a stupid idiot but today everyone gets to see that he's <laughs> actually a st stupid idiot <laughs> uh i found what i was looking for uh the little theory the fermi paradox it just gives a bunch of different scenarios on um, if there are aliens and some, I think, decent reason why we haven't seen them. Uh, one of them is they are already here, uh, like the, the UFOs we already saw. Um, they use tech to spy on us. Uh, potentially, we are the aliens. Um, Earth is in a fishbowl, so I guess like the monkey and, you know, fish analogy. Uh, we are just, you know, something that they like to observe. Uh, stick their finger in every now and again. Mess with us. Uh, what else is there? Those only, or space is too vast and signals take too long. So obviously, yeah, you know, uh, when we start talking about light years, years before we'll ever get a return signal, um, it's understandable, but you never know. Or this is my favorite uh, theory. What if they are, what if in the future they created time travel humans and they, we just evolved into these weird we don't know whatever humans evolve into i guess four foot tall green big-headed like you know what i'm saying like the stereotypical alien let's say that's what a human looks like in a million years and then we invent time travel and we go back in time and that's what we're seeing is futuristic humans i, I want to believe it i want to i really do too i think we there's a episode of the book, The Forever War, is essentially like that, oh, um, where I, I haven't read it, but I know the summary, but it's exactly what you're describing. A few trauma, they did an episode about that with the Roswell incident. 
I feel like Futurama, Rick and Morty probably covered all of this. I've never seen either of those shows, but oh dang! Yeah. Speaking of uh, Rick and Morty, um, new episodes are in tonight. Tonight, yeah. This season has not been great though, so I'm not excited. So it hasn't been. I don't think too too bad. Um, not the the best stuff in the world, but it's keeping me going. I think only like the first episode of all the fascists. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the best episode this season. Yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty. Speaking of things that coming out this week, something great coming out came out um, last Friday, and I'm not talking about Ace's bowel movement. I'm talking about Drake's new mixtape, <laughs> Dark Lane demo tapes. Uh, I don't. I know Justin and I listened to it. Uh, did anyone else listen to it? Um, no. I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, I guess I'm not excited about Drake's mixtape because, uh, you know, yeah, his music lately ain't ain't been hitting it for me. I don't. I don't know. All right. I don't know. All right, like, cool. I know, I know you guys are some Drake boys. Some Drake boys. I know y'all some Drake boys. All right, huh? moving on. So we okay. Well, so okay. Well, okay. Yeah. So Justin, yep. <laughs> can you write a song? <laughs> When's the last time you wrote an original okay, song? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What'd you say? No. Huh? huh? What'd you say? No. Huh? You gonna fight me over your your Drake boy? Huh? You want to get itchy today? Huh? Go ahead and call your friend Drake. <laughs> In a bad oh. mood because you forgot to put that itch formula on, huh? Huh? You can take a little five minute break. We could come back and you could after you put your itch formula on, you can come back here with a better attitude, okay? <laughs> I don't have any itch formula. All right. <laughs> Why is everyone pausing? What were you gonna say? Drake. <laughs> Bad mixtape. What were you gonna say? Uh I think it was it was decent. Um I know it is just a mixtape and I'm I don't know, I feel like this is just kind of like his throwaways. Like you've been hearing songs and his stories, like his Instagram stories, and you know everyone will get hyped and like, oh, what's that? And, you know, he'll be like, you just gotta wait and see. Uh, and I feel like you know that's what that's what this album was. There were some decent things on there. Um, I I have to say, Drake and Future might be my my new favorite rap combo. Um, it was held for a very long time by Kanye and Jay Z, uh, but they don't really make music together anymore. So it is now Drake and Future. Um, what was there? Gosh, what was their project they did like three years ago? What a time to be alive. Yeah, I'm waiting for, you know, the, the second one to come out. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Anytime they're on a track together, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, they are. I think it'll come out, I think. Yeah, yeah I love how they do surprise releases. Uh, yeah, they, wait. Go ahead. Oh, oh, you go ahead. They announced it forever ago. Um, I think probably a year after. Uh, the first one came out, and then you know, nothing ever came of it. They just had that song, uh, that the whole where they were working, working on the weekend like usual. What yeah. is that? I forgot that song already. So Life is good. Life is good. Yeah, like, you know they're good in there. And then I like the. Is, is that the song where he goes, "Haven't paid my taxes because I'm too turned up"? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that line. I do like that line. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Just the, uh, they have good good chemistry between them. Uh, even the music video, you know, just buddying around. Yeah, I like. Uh, I think I thought this tape was, I thought it was all right. Um, 
Yeah, nothing like to I, write home about, but yeah, I would. I, I'm waiting for um, a girl to break my heart so I can really <laughs> enjoy this album. I know the song with Chris Brown is gonna be a, the Chicago freestyle, the Not You Too, and then where's the other losses in Florida with love? Oh, I can't wait. Somewhat. Hey, if you're listening to this, ladies, <laughs> you wanna break somebody's heart? Break my heart. Because I want to enjoy Drake. I want to enjoy Dark Lane demo tapes. Maybe won't you break my heart today? I don't know what you gotta say to break my heart today. Hold on, hold on. Need to hit it with the back line. Hit with the, hit with the back track. Maybe won't you break my heart break today? My heart today. I said, won't you break my heart today? Break my heart today. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. That you can break my heart today. Broken dreams. All right. We're going to work on that. Yeah, 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 but I think we got something. I, I think we got some. You know, they, they ain't they ain't talking about that nowadays on the in the rap game. You know, they talking about breaking girls' heart, but we talking about girls breaking our heart. We on that Taylor Swift stuff. And you know, you reactionary. <laughs> I don't take initiative. I react. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for <Ladies>. a <laughs> Okay, but in all honesty, he had a one of my favorite bars on the on the song he said i don't do it for the gram i do it for the grams like aubrey drake grams like his family i like that and then he said uh in a in a time where being real is out of fashion people jacking my style and now we out here matching i was like oof, that's a good bar so okay there's a little good good things in there hidden throughout that's uh the hot take I wanted to give is when you said Drake, you know, can help you when you're in your feelings. I don't think this this newer Drake can. I think that stopped uh, and nothing was the same. It's been a little while. Oh, that that side two of uh, Scorpion, though. Eh, okay, I'll, I'll throw that in there. But it's inconsistent. It used to be, you know, uh, back in the good old days, uh, when someone was always hurting Drake, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know we could listen to that. But you know now he's uh, got his got his son, got his life together, making a whole lot of money. You know, I don't think he can tap into that energy anymore too much. Who could who could break his heart? Back then he was on Rihanna level, and Rihanna could break his heart. Nikki could break his heart. But who? Michelle Obama? <laughs> Who's gonna break his heart? Yeah, yeah we Michelle. are. She came out and say, "Oh, your music is trash," and he that might hurt him a little bit. Ooh, I think that would hurt. That would hurt anybody. Yeah. I think not enough, not enough. Uh, <laughs> we don't know anymore. This uncharted territory. He, because there was that J Lo. I think he made a few songs about J Lo. That was Scorpion. I think Marvin's room was about J Lo. Oh, that right? was so okay. Never mind. Then, uh, I think he did a byline where he said he texted her. But the number changed, and then he just I talked about partying again. So okay, like even that, you know, doesn't phase him anymore. Hello, Tyra Banks. Didn't he have a thing with Tyra? Oh, come on. He Dang. needs someone. He needs someone else. Dang. 
I mean, he's better. Uh, Serena Williams. Serena. Uh, not over that. Oh. Drake, get weak again, dude. <laughs> Stop growing. <sighs> it's okay. Okay. Um, well, speaking of growing, we got a, another huge hip-hop person hit a huge milestone. Kanye is now a billionaire. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye is a billionaire. Whatever. There is something called a fecal transplant. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the funniest thing you will hear this century. All right. Does anyone have a page where we can just read oh, I'm pulling the up WebMD. WebMD? Any listeners, if you have had a fecal transplant, you, hey, let you us can know. be on this Let's, show. We can talk about it. <laughs> we will interview you. Okay. The, you don't even have to dress it up. <laughs> you just have to read it out loud. The, the name of this article on WebMD is called The Rise of the Do-It-Yourself Fecal Transplant. This is crazy. This is crazy out here. The article starts, Haley found relief from seven years of unrelenting stomach pain at the bottom of her three-year-old nephew's froggy potty. (laughs) She took his stool out of the training toilet, mushed it up. That's quote-unquote mushed it up. (laughs) With some saline solution in a plastic baggie and then squirted it into her rectum using an empty enema bottle. Y'all, y'all are crazy. <laughs> if you are taking your kids' poop, okay, and putting it in your butt, you shouldn't have that kid. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't even know where, like, how is that your first thought? <laughs> <sighs> I'm I'm sweating over. I don't get it. People say, didn't it gross you out? And I would say, no, this was like gold to me, says Haley, (laughs) age 40, who lives in California. (laughs) A growing number of patients like Haley have flocked to blogs and social media sites like YouTube and Facebook to share advice and techniques for at-home fecal transplants. She asked us not to use her full name to protect her family members. If you have to do that, all right, this is not the you speaking out about the cartel, okay, and you're trying to protect your 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 family, okay. This is you talking about stealing poops. <laughs> you are stealing your kids' poop, all right, because if they see you do that, that's their poop, and you stole it, all right. This is nasty. It's, After uh, someone, oh. If uh, if you're a three year old or whatever, uh, heaven forbid that an older kid sees this happening, you know, because how do you, how do you respect your parent after you see that? <laughs> yeah, that is a small price to pay for immortality. Okay, you're living forever here. What do you wouldn't you expect? Gonna be easy? <laughs> not instantly. How are you not as the kids say? I guess I'm the parent now. Uh, <laughs> huh. After someone obtains a donation, the stool is then mixed with saline solution. A smoothie blender works well for this, according to one instructional video. And 
<laughs> and then the solution is then squirted into the rectum with an enema bottle or bag. If you've ever made a milkshake, you can do it, says Michael Silverman, MD, <laughs> chair oh. of the Infectious Diseases Division at the, write this down, don't put your school, your kids in the school, Schoolick <laughs> School of Medicine at Western University in Toronto. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Toronto. Oh, wow. Wow. I know. It's... Imagine, bro, imagine, imagine mm. one of your parents uses the blender for that crap. Literally, <laughs> that crap, that, that crap, right? Salt water and poop. And then you go in and you try to make a smoothie, or you, they do it at, while you're out for a workout, right? You come back. <laughs> and then your wife just, yeah, let's say your wife hears you using the blender after she just. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you how do you explain that to people like coming over your house? Like you know you're you're having drinks or whatever, and like they're passing out cups, and like someone grabs a cup, and, like wait, don't use that one. Slap it off their hand. <laughs> then you know you got to tell them that's the poop cup. <laughs> <laughs> or like or like what if you've been trying to keep it on on the DL, and uh, you know you're having that party, and your kid comes down the stairs and says, hey. Uh, Hey mom, I uh, you know, I got the poop. <laughs> <laughs> Where you want me to put it in the fridge? Yeah, put it in the fridge. <laughs> She's, but I can tell, like, by these type of people, they they be so embarrassed, but they would still be like, yeah, just go ahead and put it in the fridge, you know, like. But for real though, don't throw that away. You have a babysitter, and you say, "Oh yeah, you're welcome to anything in the fridge." So they go in the fridge, <laughs> see that crap, Jimmy's poop. <laughs> please <sighs> oh I haven't mushed it yet don't touch it <laughs> and the crazy thing is this is not like a, a one race type of thing like every there there are like crazy people across the board black white purple blue everyone's doing a lot of people are doing this stuff alright and it's it's on the rise <sighs> crazy uh, South Park had uh, I think the last season um, yeah. an episode the the writers of South Park are really good. I don't know how they found out about this. Probably the same we did, just by accident. Um, but they made a whole episode about trying to get the spice melange, uh, and it was about fecal transplants. Uh, never thought I'd say anything like that in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that is just the world we're living in. Well, uh, <laughs> and and uh, I guess we never gave why we thought, um, you know, why people are doing it. So apparently. Their idea is that kids basically have the liquid gold of poop. You know, they they have they had that is the gold. So if you mix gold with bronze, I guess you get silver. Is in is their type of mentality. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. The bacteria in their poop is like ideal, I guess. Yeah. And it, it'll like clean up your stomach and your intestines. It's some crazy stuff. Y'all doing some really weird stuff out there. Well, that see, like that, you could just read it and it's hilarious. Um, I'm glad that we don't have to try to be funny <laughs> with that topic. But some people with late night shows have been trying really, really hard. Wow, to that's be good. funny. 
and, and uh, uh, they didn't speak in the truth. Wow, it's, it's just not. I really feel bad for these late night shows. SNL has really taken a hit. I think the hey, biggest it laugh. It didn't take a hit. All right, it was like that the entire time. Oh no, no. <laughs> so, without, without the laugh track, you're getting a similar product. I think. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh. I'm just here to rag on it. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I watched the uh that that big poppy cooking skit today. Oh no. Um, <laughs> with Keenan Thompson? Forget. Yeah, Keenan Thompson. I think what the only time I laughed was they were like, Man, you've lost a lot of weight. Why is that? He said, I got shot. And then the music stopped for a second. <laughs> that was the only time I went like this. <laughs> I went like that. <laughs> but, uh, aside from that, these are okay. Tom Hanks, I think he had a pretty funny uh monologue. Maybe the monologues are the only funny parts. Maybe. One thing's for sure. The freaking dude with the who's the guy who Pete Pete Davidson? Nothing he does has been funny. <laughs> Nothing he does. He made a whole song about I'm stuck in my house. I wanna get out. Not funny. Okay. But how funny was he to start? Oh. You know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen any of his stand up, so I don't know if he's actually funny, but Stand up's all right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's all right. On the show, he's proving my point. <laughs> he, he's been made to be like the the speaking voice for I, I guess our generation, because there's no one else on the show that's younger than him. Like they they put him on the show a couple of years ago, and they said, "All right, well that's good. We uh we hit that demographic. He represents everybody under the age of uh 25, so we're good to go." Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It took a, it, it's taking a turn. Like a lot of these talk, um, late night shows like uh, Seth Meyers, Colbert, Fallon, because they don't have a live audience, they're still telling the same type of jokes. And I don't, I don't know if they've just been doing it for years so they don't know anything else, but you have to tell a different type of joke that doesn't require a live audience laughing for it to be not necessarily good, but for it to sound normal. Yeah. They just need to add the laugh track and post, unfortunately. Yeah. Just add it. It's okay. Yeah. So it's, it's the only way it's just going to work. Yeah. It's just, it's just really dry right now. Like everything across the board, anything reality. Is Pete is... Davidson. Um, is that the guy who used to date that one girl, grande lady? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she <laughs> broke up with him because the social media told her that Pete's eyes look like buttholes. <laughs> she could never unsee it, so she had to break it off. I think that's because of a condition, or she found out that he wasn't really that funny at all. Huh? <laughs> no. Yeah. Pete Davidson, we're coming for you, all right? Specifically me. Come on the show. <laughs> yeah, defend yourself, Pete Davidson. <laughs> look, the man looks sick. All the time. <laughs> I think he does have like an actual condition, right? Yeah. He okay. does. Yeah. Yeah, it's called I smoke crack. <laughs> that would be he the does. kind of joke you would deliver. That was it. Yeah. And that, that's, all, <laughs> that's all you get from me is a, a kind of laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, th this is what's annoying is like he'll, he like dyes his hair and he gets like sleeve tattoos and stuff. 
but on SNL, you're supposed to like be able to take on, like act out different characters and stuff. So he's not like he's not any more ideal. He's not an ideal SNL actor anymore. He's just a celebrity who's on the cast of SNL. So like every time he's on set, he's playing himself. Yeah, essentially. And it just, yeah. I mean, ratings are just going to be up because he's a celebrity, which is kind of annoying. But I feel bad for saying that he smokes crack. I don't know him. Oh, I know. He does a lot of drugs. He openly says that. It's, it's oh, yeah, okay. he does. Okay. He, he does a lot of drugs. Smoke crack. <laughs> Dude, it seems like Elon Musk has been uh, smoking crack, though. Um, Ooh. We got the transitions today. Yeah, you're doing good. Hey, all right. Um, so earlier this week, Elon Musk, uh, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I know he's just been pressured lately uh, because of the whole pandemic. He's made promises, you know, and it's hard to, to you know, handle like what? Two companies, three companies, and then say you're going to start making ventilators and then still have like deliverables on stuff. And then now the government wants you to build stuff and, you know. Forget about the fact you have like a million fanboy base that just wants to, you know, do everything that you say. So uh, with that being said, earlier this week, Elon tweeted a, a couple of crazy things. Well, one, on Friday, he uh, he just tweeted randomly, our company is overvalued. <laughs> and uh, of course, that sent investors to go do a, a huge sell-off. And uh, honestly, it's probably going to continue. Uh, until Monday, because you know the market's closed, and so yeah, uh, this company is is taking a big dip. But I don't. I guess my question is why? What are the benefits of not having your company overvalued? Because he obviously he knew that by saying my company is overvalued, people would go and sell their shares. So can anyone tell me why? What is the the benefit of doing that? <laughs> Man, he's just a down to earth guy, you know. He's just like a chill guy. He's just like Tony Stark. You can hang out with him. He goes on Rogan and he smokes joints. And he's just carefree. And he he's not looking out for the invest. He's looking out for the common man. You know, he's one of us. That's for us, Ace. That way, the price will go down, so we can actually buy it. And it'll go back up, and then we can sell it. It's for us, the people. <laughs> people. I think uh, doesn't he have like a huge beef with the with the FEC? Um, something that he always, some government agency, which was upset with him buying, I think, some of his own stock. Uh, we constantly rags on. But uh, I'm going to go and say, uh, Elon Musk is potentially evil. Um, too much yes. money for that guy. <laughs> yes. He, <laughs> I, I think at the, go ahead. <laughs> people are getting crushed in those Tesla factories, all right? They don't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it for now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about it. No, I'm more shocked. I, I, are you meaning physically or mentally crushed? Uh, I think he like actively campaigns against like regulation uh, inside those factories. Um, oh, don't look in there. <laughs> whatever your opinion is on unions, you know that's up to you. But uh, incredibly anti-union. And then uh, let's talk about how we got all that money to start with, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We'll save yeah. that for the other podcast. <laughs> um, financial podcast. <laughs> he uh like at the beginning of the pandemic he was like the first person openly saying that this pandemic was uh not warranted and basically a lie and then basically 
the next day he said, uh, yeah, we're going to make ventilators for you guys. So like the problem is, is that he can't, he can't, he doesn't realize he knows the pool he has on social media, but he's saying, uh, it's like, he's just saying stuff without thinking. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. He said, open America now, a couple of days ago when California had its highest death toll, he said, open, he said, open America now, open California. Uh, just, uh, kind of backtrack <laughs> on the, the ventilator thing, Ace. Um, he said, you know, he was manufacturing ventilators and sending them to hospitals. Uh, several articles confirmed that he in fact did not send, uh, any ventilators. He, no. He sends, uh, CPAP machines, which are, uh, not like, <laughs> essentially, as uh, this article was describing them as, they're essentially sleep apnea machines, stuff to help you not snore. <laughs> so uh, that is that is not going to do anything for the virus, uh, Elon. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> he said, uh, "Oh no, we got to order uh, ventilators coming from uh, from SpaceX. You know, it's going to be nice." He said, "Wow, those are going to be great." Yeah, well, they're here. He said, "Yeah, they're right there." He said, "Nigga, those are CPAP machines. <laughs> That's crazy." <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, he's just been saying crazy stuff. He said, rage, rage against the dying of the light of consciousness. <laughs> uh, what? A real, a real life technocrat. Uh, yeah. They're alive in America, unfortunately. Um, another good one, I'm just looking at this uh, Twitter page, is Minecraft has amazing legs. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, sounds crazy to start with, but then the the follow on tweet is: Anyone think they can get a good multiplayer Minecraft working on Teslas, <laughs> or maybe create a game that interacts virtually with reality like Pokemon Go while driving safely, like a <laughs> complex version of Pac Man or Mario Kart? These aren't. None of that is good. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> impossible for us you to have a game that you play while you're driving to be safe. What are you talking about? can't text and drive safely how do we how am i gonna play mario kart and drive <laughs> wow can you imagine if someone was driving next to you and they saw you in your car like aggressively turning your wheel like you're playing mario kart while looking at your dash isn't that crazy oh that's insane how would, how would minecraft work in a car <laughs> Even multiplayer Minecraft. Why is it making it even more complicated than <laughs> a possible task? Uh. And then uh, the Boring Company, um, where uh, I know people were essentially saying like it's a train, but it's not a train. He wanted a personalized. These cars would be personalized. Maybe like ten people per car to send them underneath the city when subways can carry ten times that and in more capacity. <laughs> you're, you're reinventing the train, but worse. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he just did it all for himself, so he could no, just use it. Just didn't want to have traffic in LA. <laughs> build build good public excuse me transportation. You won't have that problem. This is crazy. The LA Ooh. traffic is is a problem though. And the 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 thing about LA is there's people who have so much money. Like some of the richest people in America live in LA. So like if they need to take a two person train underneath the the what the what's it called? What's it called? Ace? What's it called? The Boring Company? No. Was... What? I was gonna let's cut this one. Uh in the, in the... <laughs> <laughs> the highway. I was gonna say the highway and then I was gonna make 
make a joke about your butt, but then it's, <laughs> it's not cool to make highway jokes about your friend's butt or any jokes about your friend's butt. Um, but huh. uh, I feel like it would work. That boring company underneath the highway, because that LA traffic is no joke. But no uh, joke. what if everybody now is trying to pack into a ten-person car? Like it didn't solve anything. I think. Why not just build a subway? Yeah, that would be crazy. Give LA a subway. Oh man, awesome. God, he, That's he literally has that. That would be the thing to do. Is to just build a subway, because everything in L.A. is so compact, but like still spread out. Like downtown L.A. is is condensed, but it's not like that's where the problem is. It's like all of L.A. is a problem. So a subway would be pretty cool, but yeah. I think the problem is the underground is kind of because they're right on that fault line. Oh, yeah. So because they they're just like New York, it's it's just as many people as New York. Well, almost as many people, but just no subway. Almost yeah. as many people as Chicago, just no subway. Um, you might have something on your hands if you could figure a way to build a subway system that couldn't be affected by like earthquakes. Woo! But uh, <laughs> I mean, Japan makes it work. Oh yeah, they they're in the Ring of Fire, I think, right? Or right next to it. Yeah. The Ring of Fire, aka Ace's Toilet, after Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Ring of Fire. Nathan likes to check, go in, go into bathrooms and check after people have gone to them. <laughs> Keeps a personal notebook of everyone's bathroom experience. Guys, I have. Okay, so I'm about to put a picture up of YFN Lucci. This is his teeth before. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm in Audrey Joe case. That was good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That was good. So I was like, yeah, pretty good Joe case, but uh, this joke okay? YFN Lucci, he's some rapper. He came to Tuskegee one time. This is just funny. I want to hear y'all's reactions when you look at this guy's teeth. When Ooh, he takes it's about to be grill. nasty. About to be I'm nasty. Ready. Takes his grill off. Ready? Okay, it's floating. Maybe it might have to blow it up a little. <laughs> Oh, they're they're more square than teeth should be, and they also look like kid teeth. <laughs> um, ugh, you got that meth mouth. That's nasty. Guys, don't don't get grills. I thought we learned that back in like two thousand five. I wait. Why not? It just makes your teeth rot. Is that? Yes, <laughs> everything's trapped in there. If you don't. Don't brush your teeth. <laughs> I think you brush your teeth with a grill on 24-7. Oh, that's right. That's These guys gross. don't take it out. Oh, that's nasty. It's, it's look like his teeth shrunk. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, they did. Look like Chucky Finkster. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I guess they, they lost all the calcium. Something, I don't know. Don't, don't get a grill, all right? Spend that money somewhere else. I was about to use the uh, the podcast money to buy a grill. <laughs> hey, uh, you can do that. <laughs> what it, it, under the picture it says? Twitter had plenty of laughs at Lucci's expense by posting hilarious memes about the Atlanta-born rapper <laughs> with some likening to them 
to baby shark teeth. <laughs> That's crazy. Do we have any comments? That's yeah, baby uh, look like a bug rat. <laughs> I, I'm just disappointed. Um, got all that money. You could have fixed. You could have perfect teeth. All that money, right? What did what did uh the baby do? Has, has anyone seen the baby's teeth? They're actually perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they're perfect. They're Cardi B did the the same thing. Uh, she rapped about it, getting a bag and fixing her teeth. You go, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so, my roommate has uh, he's been ordering. <laughs> He's been ordering uh, laptop covers or laptop camera covers off Amazon um, for his laptop because he's afraid the government's going to be, you know, watching him as he, whatever. He has reason to fear. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, every time he orders it, like the last two, he's ordered two of them and they've said that they were delivered and then he goes outside and they're, (gasps) oh, and they're gone. Um. So it's, I don't know, this is a time when we have to deliver everything, but it's still hard to trust, like, delivery services to get us certain things. Um, Ace, you had, you were mentioning something about eBay, right? All right. Dang it. Three for three? Four for four? Going going back about your your roommate, I was ooing because... I I thought I was a digit topic. Yeah, I, I, I think okay. the government's taking your boys' uh, camera covers. What the government is? Like, there's probably like one guy dedicated to like all camera cover sales. He's just like, going around and he takes them right at the last second. I don't know. Look, hey, look into that. Okay. Uh, tell your get a strip of duct tape. That's all you need. Oh yeah, good point. What, what you living in a bad neighborhood, Nathan? Maybe they be in stolen. No, we don't. We live in a class <laughs> neighborhood. With the money I've received from my podcasting, I was able to buy a upper class apartment to actually a penthouse. Now we live in uh <laughs> we live in the cheapest apartments in the nicest part of town. <laughs> oh, let me hurt some people's feelings. We pay uh we pay a thousand dollars for a three bedroom, two bathroom. Per person or no, no 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 we split we split a thousand <laughs> yeah that's, that's good. our rent that's not bad at all yeah not the only problem all. is you just live in Alabama you just yeah. fix that and then you're good to go mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find those prices outside of Alabama you <laughs> <laughs> no you won't me and Asian paid we split four fifty a month for a two bedroom apartment that's amazing. <laughs> The department was not good, but still, you know, that's the department was not good. Yeah, it was not good at all. I don't want to get it twisted. It was bad, but yeah, we made we made it work, but it 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 was rough. Uh, let's see. I think the thing for me, there was one cabinet in that apartment that I never opened up in three years. I never opened up under the sink. I was scared. <laughs> I opened it once. I looked under there once. I closed it and I said, "Ace, don't look under there." Yeah, never looked under there again. I never looked. Um. There was that, and also uh, when we moved in there, there were dead roaches inside of the boards to the uh, to the blinds. That was that was 
<laughs> that was nasty. I, I don't know. They got stuck in there and they died. How is that even possible? Did they give you all a tour? Uh, did you see anything crazy on the tour, possibly? Uh, yes, Justin, we saw. <laughs> it was between that apartment and the other one that had a bright red stain in the middle of the living room floor. And I was like, <laughs> okay, y'all clean that up? <laughs> no, 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 we just... <laughs> okay, good. Uh, um, so maybe we should have taken that one and just put a carpet over it. I, 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 no, I did not like that, that bright red stain. Yeah, but now that's that's questionable. The police show up one day and say, "Yeah, y'all, you know this is an active crime scene, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we made we made it work out, right? It was nice once we clean. We spent a week cleaning it before yeah. school started, and then we got furniture in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but going going back to eBay though. Oh yeah, um, eBay. I've been. I just bought it. I just made a big purchase off eBay. This is my second big purchase off eBay. First thing I bought off eBay that was really big to me was a seven. It wasn't seven hundred dollars. It was a statue of a Reaper from Mass Effect. There's only so many out in the world right now. Some guy was selling it, and me and Ace were able to talk him down from eight hundred to five hundred. I think. <laughs> I pretend to be one guy. Ace was pretending to be another guy. We brought the price down basically. And just this past week, I bought an Oculus Quest, and I paid $570 for it because you can't find it anywhere else besides eBay, basically, or Amazon. But Amazon, they're selling it on there for 800 plus because there's no more. They haven't made any in like six months, so they're all upcharging it. But eBay is always a dangerous game, spending that much money on anything from there because you might not get that item. <laughs> and they okay. keep leaving the item at my door without <laughs> me signing anything. <laughs> I don't like that either. Um, I am an advocate of eBay. You're a what? An advocate. You're a no. What'd you say before that? <laughs> I said advocate. Advocate. Look, I'm editing. I'm an advocate. Po- I'm editing this week's podcast. So God, whatever you say man. is coming out, boy. <laughs> <laughs> whatever right? you say is coming out, boy. I am an advocate for those who are <laughs> really <laughs> <on> podcast. <laughs> Whatever you say, will be edited out. I promise you, I have a computer from 2007 and it will edit very well. I didn't have a cover for that one. I don't know. Wow. I wonder how do you make literally that, that's a, a billion people on this planet right now could be really upset with you. <laughs> Literally, it's like over a billion. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say is that I think eBay uh, is is not that bad as people make it out to seem. There are, for those that don't understand, they think eBay is like uh, the deep web, right? They think it's just an open market <laughs> where where you can be swindled left and right. But the truth is, is that most <laughs> Most cases of people being sent, you know, they buy a PS4 and then they send them two PS2s and they say, <laughs> say oh, you, you clearly missed the, the plus sign in there somewhere or, or something like that. Those are, <laughs> or uh, Anika said uh, something about you buy a Switch and they just send you like a picture of a, of a Switch or something like that. <laughs> All right. Those cases are so low. And usually those people end up getting caught. Because for you to sell stuff on eBay, you, you have to put in quite a few credentials. Like it's not, 
it's it's not as uh it's not like Craigslist. Like Craigslist is lower than eBay, and I guess I would consider uh like integrity higher for Amazon than eBay. So like if you want to rank it, it'd be like Craigslist, eBay, and then uh Amazon, right? But even people get even people get messed up on Amazon sometimes. Y'all don't realize those are them those are FBA sellers out there, you know? So they they be selling you stuff from their apartments a lot of times. You don't, you don't even realize <laughs> that. They be saying <laughs> people be sitting they be, I mean, is it really good like if you buy if you um you buy a, a a new PlayStation but it's been sitting in someone's apartment in direct sunlight, you know? <laughs> like, is, is that really a good thing if it's just unopened? But anyway, yeah, uh <clears throat> on eBay, look, you can look at you look at the reviews for the product, right? You so you see the the seller and you say, "Okay, let me see if he's had good reviews." You look at that. If he passes that, then you go and you read the description. And you, and they always are they have to be very clear or else it's a liability. So so they can't sell stuff if it's not clear. All right? You go look at that stuff and then you're like, "All right, they, you know, they said uh unopened, new, still in the packaging." And then uh you send an email. Send an email to the guy and be like, "Hey, uh, I'm thinking about buying your product. Are you gonna Are you gonna swindle me, boy? You know." <laughs> mm-hmm. And if he says, "Nah, nah, I, I know what you mean, no, but no," then you're good to go. Usually, most things on uh, eBay now are uh, refundable because they're trying to combat Amazon's overwhelming presence on e-commerce. So eBay has been making a big push for people to uh, do refundable. Uh, sales. So you, you, most times you'll be good to go. Now, if you see, let's say you want a, a new game comes out that costs $60, but you see it on eBay, unopened for $5, free shipping, all right, and it, they say uh, digital download or something like that, then then no, don't don't buy that. It's not real. But, uh, you know, most things on eBay are what you, are what you need. That's what I did for this quest. I was looking okay. at the reviews for the sailor. It was all good. The only bad review I saw was for the Oculus Quest. And that review said, yeah, this isn't an Oculus Quest. So that scared me. And I kept going down the pages of the reviews, and I didn't see any other review for an Oculus Quest. But I did a basic and did. I messaged him and said, hey, is this really an Oculus Quest unopened? And then I gave the Pacific size, which I wanted was a 120 gigabyte. And he said, yes. So then I bought it, and it actually did arrive. But it's always scary spending that much money on on eBay. It's just it's just scary. And I know there's a whole refund thing, Asian, but yeah, yeah, that refund policy just me. I still that means that's still time out of my day. And I got to spend to ship it back. You know, I have sent stuff back on eBay before. I did buy an Xbox One S used, and I bought the second to cheapest one you could that was on the website, and uh, I set it up. And the thing froze within 30 seconds of me turning it on. I watched and that I, live. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. It was great. <laughs> I, I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, Justin's like, oh, that just made me. That is exactly why I don't want to buy stuff off of eBay. But, but that refund policy, I just, I, I started the refund uh, thing. I said, look, you, you, you sent me a, a broke Xbox One S. He said, uh, okay. And I sent it back. Got my money. And he did not try to track me down. Okay. <laughs> All right. So y'all, 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 y'all go on eBay. And uh, yes, as you could tell, I am a, a shareholder for eBay. 
So I will, <laughs> I, I am going to talk up this company. So, yeah. Are you really? No, I'm not. No, what? <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be around forever. Not with the way Amazon's acting right now. You can't do bids and auctions on Amazon. I'm not yet, but think about once, it. Once they hear this podcast, they will. Yeah. Ooh, you have to be careful on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And hurt. Uh, love. Lost. Well, um, before love. Nathan does that, um, I've been playing a lot of Oculus Quest this weekend, and I think you should all get one. Okay, it's really good. It's your favorite Oculus Quest. Oculus Quest. It's the first wireless, um, all-in-one uh, virtual reality headset. What uh, what games do you like on there? Uh, so far, my favorite game, I think, is Pistol Whip. It's like a Fever Dream, John Wick-inspired rail shooter. Where you're just shooting bad guys with your pistols, you know, throwing it around and things like that. I actually got scared. I told you earlier, I was dodging some walls and stuff and dodging bullets. And I accidentally almost stepped off the platform. And I had to regain my balance before I realized, oh, this is just VR. I'm in my <laughs> living room right now. So um, it's good. The Darth Vader uh, thing is really good. When you see him in there standing next to you, this man's huge. Not only is he tall, but he's he just got that mass. His shoulders are like three feet apart. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, and more importantly, they have apps like um, VR chat and like a big screen. You can interact with people and watch shows and such together. So That's I was testing one of those out yesterday. I went into a um, Nickelodeon movie theater. We were just showing Nickelodeon shows. And uh, when I was in there, it was just one other, one other person in there. And I looked over at him. He had his right hand out and his left hand holding his right hand. And he was just breathing heavy. <laughs> he was just breathing while watching Victorious. Um, and I tried to speak to him, but he wouldn't listen. Um, but yeah, he was just breathing. And he wasn't responding to me when I was trying to talk to him. So I had to get out of there. <laughs> Can you set up uh, like your own rooms? And, yeah. Uh, the yeah room. Room. Hmm. Hey, everybody, go ahead and get one of these. We're gonna do a VR live podcast. Put it on YouTube. Oh, I've been looking in how to record. I have figured it out. Oh, okay. We got the codes, dude. I'm on this website. It says they're all like sold out. Oh yeah, they've been. That's why I had to buy it off eBay. They've been wow. sold out since like November. Jeez, especially during this whatever we're in, yeah. where everyone's at home. Yeah. So that's the only reason I bought it off eBay. I don't like, you know, I don't like spending that much money on eBay. Despite Asian's pitch. <laughs> you likey. Well, do we have any more topics? You know, it's, hey. uh, uh, did you want to talk about your Kanye billionaire? You know, it got cut short because of fecal transplants. Nah, I mean, I just wanted to say we're proud of him. Uh, I just, I, being a black man, I love seeing black men succeed. So, yeah, whether it's, uh, what is it? We got Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, Kanye, Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot of Black people hitting that, uh, Beyonce, Black people hitting that billionaire mark. So, coming back. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hit that, I just hit that uh, $1,000 mark. <laughs> <laughs> been pretty crazy <laughs> that thousand dollar mark uh <laughs> got that check 
when I was, uh, <laughs> I had negative 200 in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Stimulus check came in and now I got, now I got a thousand dollars in my bank. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to us goofballs. We'll be back next time <laughs> with a new episode, but, uh, yeah, it's a wrap. Uh, we'll see you later, everybody. Uh, y'all stay safe out there.